because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch Podcast. My name is Alex, your host and guide through our rewatch journey, and today we are tackling episode two, titled The Sounds of Jungle Love of Survivor Micronesia Fans vs. Favorite, its 16th installment. Uh, whether we are, uh, as always... Rewatching, recapping, and reacting to this episode of Survivor. And whether you are joining us along for the ride in your own rewatch, whether you're taking in the season for the first time, or you're just wanting to be reminded on what amazing things happen in this season, we're glad that you are joining us through our rewatch journey. Spoilers ahead, of course, for episode two of Survivor Micronesia, but you should be safe if that's all you've watched. Nothing beyond that. Um, we'll be in spoiler territory. Um, I am, of course, as always, joined by three of my friends who are watching this season of Survivor for the very first time. Um, and let's start with the current fantasy Survivor leader, Adam. Welcome to Outwatch. So good to be here, Alex. Um, this episode is indeed, like we have mentioned, titled The Sounds of Jungle Love, um, because there is some jungle love which takes a center stage in this episode. Um, and even more exciting than the love itself is various comments that other survivors have on these things. Um, I've queued up one from your friend and mine, Sari Fields. Let's take a listen to what she has to say about the goings on at their camp. I was awake quite a bit last night and I heard the sounds of jungle love, I guess. I think we'll be um, receiving birth announcements from Ando and her little Oslets that she's about to have. <laughs> and Parvati and James will be at the wedding as soon as this is over. So, yeah, it's a little more than just alliances there with those guys. So that's <laughs> Mando and her little Oslets. <laughs> <laughs> The original Mando. Move move aside, Din Djarin. Disney Plus. The real Mando is Amanda Kimmel. <laughs> um, Adam, I, w- I want you to do your, uh, you know, not to be outdone. Penner gives us a great confessional, too, where he's like, these idiots don't realize we're playing for a million dollars. Um. It just it just give us your best Sari or Penner um, confessional response to something like this. I think I think Penner has my favorite line. I, I don't know if I can think of anything better, but he basically is like, these guys, like we all sleep in the same bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not no, not think so that someone's going to notice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're man the two of them back to back are like just confessional it's, rock stars <laughs> it's so good uh uh amazing emily welcome to outwatch thank you for having me let's let's hit me with your best 
uh, Penner or Suri, pick your poison. Um, I don't know if either of them would say this, but I would hope I was really inspired by the Mando and the, her Oslets. <laughs> I would hope that she would come up with maybe like their celebrity name. And mm. I was just thinking through some options like a Mazda. <laughs> <laughs> um, they can get endorsed with that too. <laughs> Mozzie. A Mazda sounds like a cheese. A Mozzie. Or it a, sounds like what? Like a cheese. Or like a yeah, it sounds fancy. It's also a brand of car, a Mazda. <laughs> yeah, just a singular Mazda. <laughs> Scott, welcome to Outwatch. Hello, how are you? Fantastic. Hit me. So I don't really know what to say to this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the, not the best prompt. I'll be uh, I'll be straight. Yeah. Um. So the. My sense, like listening to Jonathan, was basically like him saying, "Like these kids, and they're like with their their sex and their rock and roll. <laughs> All like, they want to do is get faded." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like him. I just picture him yelling at a cloud, basically <laughs> <laughs> yelling at a cloud. <laughs> here, I'm gonna. I think I've got Penners pulled up here too. You know, go get a hotel room. I mean, you've got to take one step back and say. There might be somebody awake. We are sleeping together in a cave. <laughs> we are sleeping together in a cave. <laughs> so basically, he uh, he's basically the guy who goes, get a room. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> this is the thing, though. It's like, yeah, it's it's wild that you did this with other people around. Like, that's weird. But also, you know you're being filmed. Oh, like, yeah. 100% of the time. This will go on national television. You making out with someone. It's one thing to do this in front of eight other people. You did this in front of the country. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, You know, Jonathan wasn't super excited about sharing this cave with them. But I wonder if Ozzy and Amanda would say this about their cave. The cave is the best thing I have right now. The cave is my happy place. What I don't like is when everyone and their damn mother decides that they like the cave too. It's like, you know, PG comes sidling up in there and I'm like, I'm going to kill you. And then you want to start talking about No, get out of here. Get out. No talking in the cave. No talking in the cave. <laughs> cave is for jungle love only. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney was so good. Yeah, she was. <laughs> no talking oh, in the sex boy. cave. <laughs> no, no talking to the sex cave. <laughs> Jonathan's like, you know, says something and they're like, no talking in the sex cave. And Jonathan's like, I'm a complete bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Um okay. Get faded. <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> what a legend. All right, there is other stuff that happens this episode. What do you say we stroll through tree mail and recap those things that do happen? What do you say? Let's do it. Let's go. Yes. This episode starts um with the favorites tribe really struggling to make fire even with their flint. They have a really hard time. Um maybe Jeff will show up and give them matches. 
like Becky and Sundra, but it never happens. Um, at that fans tribe, an age divide starts to form um, with Chet, Kathy, and Tracy kind of being on the outs. Um, and th- then we get our um, our titular jungle love scene. Amanda and Ozzy and James and Parv, respectively, really start to couple up. And Ozzy and Amanda full on make out right there in the cave. Jungle love. Um, fans finally get a shelter and a fire after a long um, attempt to get there. And shortly afterwards, on the fan side, Mikey and Mary start to couple up. Um, not to the level of an Ozzy and, and Amanda situation, but they have a little coupling up in their own right. We've got our immunity and reward challenge, which is for um, fishing gear as well as immunity, of course. They've got to swim out, um, smash a thing, and then solve a puzzle. And the favorites win this one on the back of Ozzy and Parvati's great swimming um, and a strong puzzle performance as well. And the additional twist here is that we've got Exile Island again, folks. Exile Island back. Um, The faves send Kathy, getting a lot of airtime here early on, even though she's on none of your tribes. Kathy ends up (laughs) on Exile Island. And then the additional twist is that they've got to send somebody from their own tribe, too. And so Sari volunteers to head to Exile Island along with Katie. Um, and at Exile Island, they walk back and forth across the ocean a number of times looking for this idol um, following clues, but ultimately come up empty after a long day's work. No idols are in the cards at this point for either Sri or Katie. Back at the fans tribe, the younger folks are trying to split the votes against Chet after a pretty weak performance at the immunity challenge. Um, And Mikey kind of takes charge here, talking about the plan to split the vote um, in case of an idol or to account for Kathy's day one idol. And this really confuses and upsets Joel. So Joel, in response, pitches voting out Mary instead to weaken Mikey effectively um, in response to this. Uh, Stuff gets crazy. We go to tribal council. Kathy decides to keep her idol after everything. And Mary is blindsided, voted out six votes to two to two. Um, The split is turned on its head. And Mary becomes the second person voted out of Survivor Micronesia, the first one voted out of the fans tribe. Um, Let's start there, Adam. Unfortunately, you have um, you've lost your second member in as many weeks. Yeah, didn't 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 pick so good this this time. <laughs> what happened here with Mary? They were, well, I, I was just going to also point out that Johnny Fairplay, I believe, was the last person added to my tribe, and Mary uh, for the uh, bid section, and Mary was the last person added to my tribe for the draft section. So, I believe you're right. Yes, uh, so I, I crushed that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know. This felt. Um, this felt dumb to me. Um, I just like the the thing about this move is I don't know what benefit Joel really gets from it. Like what happened was, as I understand it, is Mikey laid out a ton of confusing scenarios, admittedly, about like this is what we should do if Kathy does this or if Kathy does this or whatever. Yeah. 
laid out a bunch of those. And then Joel said, well, Mikey thinks he's in charge and I don't like that. So we're going to vote out Mary. Yeah. And then he went through and he didn't even vote for Mary, but whatever. <laughs> yep. Yep. Wait, he didn't vote for Mary. No, he, he, I he missed the. Who did he vote for? He voted for Tracy. Are you freaking, you, are you freaking you kidding me? Yeah. He voted with Mikey's plan. Uh, I was going to bring this up. I didn't know if you caught it. Joel says in his. Oh, I caught it. Yeah. In his confessional, um, he says, This vote is for Tracy because on the way over here, I realized I needed a failsafe for my two alliances of Alexis and Natalie. Oh my god. So I guess um, he just so, didn't want them to realize that he voted for Mary. Uh so yeah, I don't know. It just felt like so What? <laughs> it felt like such a weird move because like the basis of it is literally just Mikey thinks he's in charge. And I want to be the one that's in charge. Yeah, <laughs> we should never put a target on anyone's back. Yeah, so. what an what an alpha though. Like absolutely. Just, <laughs> from a strategic perspective, it's impressive that you pulled this off. But also, like, what does this actually do for you? <laughs> I don't know. It just it felt dumb. Yeah. Um, I'm just realizing why. Why is Mikey known as Mikey B when he's the only Mike in this season? Why do we need his last initial? He's from it's not his last initial. He's from Boston. So he's Mikey Boston. (laughs) It's like the inverse (laughs) Boston Rob. (laughs) Hey, I'm Rob Boston. (laughs) Smarten up. Yeah, yeah, Amanda, or not Amanda, um, gosh, what's her name? Mary really finds herself in a tough place here. Um, yeah, really by a little fault of her own, she is just seen as the accomplice to Mikey um, in a play to remove him from power, but not vote out what they deem as like a, a challenge asset. They decide to vote Mary out instead. So them's the breaks, unfortunately, for her. Not great. Um, let's talk about some of our highlights from this episode. Scott, did you have a moment or storyline in the jungle love episode that really stuck out to you was very entertaining or noteworthy? Honestly, the whole thing is like a blur to me right now (laughs) that, um, I watched it very early this morning. I will admit, I remember the episode, but nothing really (laughs) stood out. The, I am still very thrown. Like, I guess if anything, we've already talked about it. The Joel thing, I was very confused by it. And I'm even more confused by it now that I've learned that <laughs> he realized he didn't actually vote for Mary. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really struggling to get over that mental hurdle here. <laughs> Take all the time you need, Scott. We're so all here check for you. back with me in about five minutes and I'll still be like thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah, but, it really was like it. It seemed like Joel is the type of guy who can't can't abide anybody else being in charge and telling him what to do. So he's like, "All right, I'm. Yeah. I'll show him." I think. I guess. Like the more we talk, I I guess overarching. Like I guess I got a really bad vibe from him personally. Like sure. this entire episode because he was really mean to Chet, and I was like, "Don't be mean to Chet." <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, like I don't know, like. I don't know. I just did. 
don't know. He not, did not have a good episode for me. Yeah. I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, what about you? What do you want to talk about from this episode? Uh, to continue the thread, though, I just was thinking in this episode, reading these bios when we were doing the pick, mm-hmm. not having seen these players play and being like, who did I think this person was? Because I picked. Yes. Mikey and Joel. Yes, you have yeah. both sides of the and Mikey Joel you know what Joel I said about feud. Joel? Yeah. Uh, we could go back and listen, but we shouldn't because now I'm embarrassed. But I was like, <laughs> Joel is a firefighter with a family. He could be very kind and empathetic. He's not. <laughs> that was incorrect. That was very incorrect. So I was like, who are you? He just seems very vindictive. Yeah. He kind of looks like Winter Soldier to me. <laughs> he looks like some yeah. kind of cartoon character, and I'm going to have to Google that. What is that? He does kind of have that Winter Soldier vibe. That's pretty He-Man? funny, actually. Yeah. Oh. He-Man with darker hair. Oh, yeah, He-Man. That's another one that yeah, uh, I thought he looked like yeah. Emily, Emily brought yeah. up He-Man. Yeah, that's true. She only knows him from that one video where they have He-Man singing uh, Yeah by uh, Three Non Blondes. Um, what if, you, if you've never seen this video look it up it's amazing uh wild yeah i said to adam last night when we were watching it i was like he looks like oh you know and i, da, 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 da. <laughs> and I was like he man i was like yeah that one <laughs> <laughs> relatedly have y'all seen the video of toad from the beloved mario series singing chandelier by sia Yes. yes it's no, so I good i think you sent it to I us think, actually. yeah i yeah, think i saw it to you alex it's excellent. Related <laughs> to that, did you guys see the cast release for the Mario, the Super Mario movie? No, yeah, Chris Pratt's Mario, right? Chris Pratt is Mario. Oh, boy. And uh, is it Charlie Day or someone like Luigi? Charlie Day is Luigi. What? We could do a whole separate pod about this. Seth yeah. Rogen is Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke up, Bowser. <laughs> is, this, is this is this live action or is it? Uh... It's got to be animated. <laughs> Jack Black is Bowser. I want to see this live action. Yeah, that's, that's all I want in the world. <laughs> that would be maybe they'll like uh, do that mocap stuff where it's it is oh, Seth yeah. Rogen being Donkey Kong, but they just turn him into a monkey in post. <laughs> I will I will buy the DVD just so I can watch the behind the scenes footage of that happening. That would be great. Um. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> Survivor. Uh, Survivor. We about Survivor. Yeah, we were kind of talking about Survivor. Uh, Adam, what about this episode for you? Really was engaging. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. Trying to move past the Joel thing. Uh. I think. Oh, okay. I got it. Uh. So. Suri and Kathy go to exile. Suri or Suri? Suri. Suri. Is it Suri? Suri. Suri. Like, yes, Suri. from Black Panther, isn't she? Suri is uh, Suri is from Black Panther. Yes, thank you, Scott. Um, And that. The emphasis uh, is on the last syllable. Yeah, it's Suri. 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 I'm sorry. Uh, I I was genuinely asking. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Uh, So Suri and Kathy go to exile island. And he's one of my favorite, like, little bits of Survivor I think I've ever seen. Just, like, yeah. nothing happens. They just f- swim back and forth. Yeah. And Suri, like, commentates on this whole thing. And it is 
choice. Yep. Like it's it, it is so good. If you haven't seen this in a while, like go back and find this bit because she has like this to camera thing where she's explaining what's happening. Where she's she's like, we found we found a clue. Told us to go across the ocean to the other beach. Found a clue over there. Guess what it told us? <laughs> back across the ocean. And then it keeps like intercutting with them finding a clue, and she's just like back across the ocean yep. and like it's yeah. so good it sounded like a nightmare i was like no oh, yeah, it's frustrated that sounds terrible sari was just like perfect yeah. in it like yeah. there is no one that could have executed that as well as she did so she's a treasure it was just fun it yeah. was a really like enjoyable six minutes of television yeah this is i you know this is like a i think a common gripe with modern survivor is you miss out on some of this like with the fast, the fast paced nature of the gameplay, the level of like intricacy of the strategy. It's like you miss out on us just spending some time with Suri walking around in the ocean, which is like, and you like love it, you know, miss out. And occasionally on the they're stuff. like holding hands as they're like yeah. coming out of the ocean. too. It was just so nice. Like yeah. it genuinely was. Well, especially because Kathy had just such a lumbering. What was lumbering? Is that a word? I can't Bumbling. Bumbling. I'm like losing my mind today. <laughs> she had such a bumbling start. So yeah, that it was nice to see her just like focused on a task. Yeah. And just kind of like finding her footing a bit. Yeah. We, we didn't talk about this too much in the first episode. I think Alex described it as the dodo edit. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. like the first thing that we see when they land is Kathy asked Chet if he She's like, you're a homosexual, right? And then says something about like, do you prefer homosexual or gay? And Chet's like, I whatever. Like, yeah. And then she asks him, if, he's like, you you don't want to be a woman, right? <laughs> like something like that. Yeah. And yeah. everyone in the entire world is like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's not great. It's yeah. wild. She and also then, talked about who was it? Mar- it wasn't Mary. Tracy. It was Tracy. Yeah. She just asked Tracy about her her tots. <laughs> her, her boobs. Yep. Because uh, pretty sure they're. I guess the assumption is that she's had some work done, and so everyone's just like, "Are you listening?" Like they were talking about um, what's her name? I just forgot it. Kathy. They're talking about Kathy behind her back. Like, are you listening to this well, lady? Yeah, like was, she's just going around offending yeah. people left and right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was like it was like Kathy. I think she says it's Chet that she had never known a gay person before. And she also says the same thing to Tracy, like same intonation. Like she's never seen big boobs before. <laughs> so like, something like that. It's like she's it's this very like genuine, like she's just curious about the world and has no understanding yeah. of how to talk to people about these things. At like 50. But it's just it's so cringy. Yeah, she like, wants to talk yeah. about them. It's yeah, so true. I just don't, I'm still throwing like the who in the like year 2008 doesn't know the difference between like I don't know somebody who is gay and somebody who is you know trans. Yeah, <laughs> right. Was, yeah, that was, was so thing. thrown off by that. It's 2008. There shouldn't have been a question, <laughs> right? Uh, there apparently there was. Yeah, Kathy as a as a cart girl at a golf course probably you know it makes sense that she has never met a gay person or a woman with breast implants <laughs> that she knows. Of. Yeah, that she knows. Yeah, of. yeah exactly. That was the- yeah, that was the other funny thing with um, the same with Joel. I felt about um, 
Why do I keep wanting to call her Nancy? <laughs> she's got Nancy energy, though. That's that's she's, fair. Yeah, she's got big Nancy energy. Yeah, yeah. it's um, not Karen energy. It's yeah, Nancy it's, energy. Yeah, exactly. There's a difference. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, like reading her bio, I was like, oh, she like works at a golf course and I don't know. She had some other stuff. She has like pets and whatever. So like, oh, she's probably just like an interesting kooky, you know, in a sweet way, endearing way. Yeah. Older, like not older, but, you know, not a 20 something woman. And then I was like, oh, you are not what I expected. <laughs> she is kooky. <laughs> it's like my so my grandma still uses uh, the adjective gay to mm. refer to uh, happy emotions and it's got like that energy like kathy has that energy cranked up to 11 like it's just something like to behold every time she's doing that i don't think i was like blast from the past kathy's like what's going on <laughs> <laughs> your grandma's like no i i fit squarely in 1950 <laughs> kathy's like i don't what's happening why are you so big <laughs> How did they get that way? <laughs> Yikes. There's something. Yeah. So it was very enjoyable to see Sari and Kathy have yeah, a very yeah. normal survival experience that wasn't cringy in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is our, much like we talked about Eliza and Yao Man last episode, the first time we've seen them, this is like Sari's big first introduction to us. Um, We've talked about it a little bit, but yeah, Scott, Emily, what were your initial um, impressions of the time we spent with Suri Fields? I honestly like really like Suri. Like she definitely has like a head for what's going on in this game. And like you could tell that she I really would have liked to have gone back and watched like her original season. Yeah. Like I'm really intrigued for more from her after like. I don't know, just like the whole episode, really. I feel like it was a really good episode for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really glad I picked her because she seems really cool. I was just shocked, like, in the first episode, they didn't talk about her at all. They were like, her tribe was like, oh, there's four and four, and then there's uh, Johnny Fairplay and Suri, and then they were like, well, Johnny Fairplay. I was like, okay, yeah. what about Suri? She seems a little more... Um, constant than Johnny Fairplay, but we didn't see anything from her. The map and then, was also weird. It was just like this like weird, like well, we have four and they have four, so we need to get Johnny Fairplay. Yeah, I was so like, we okay. have the majority. And it's like, no, you have five of the ten people. Yeah. You have a you have half. Yeah. It's because it was the fair play right. episode. Yeah, they knew that's that was, all we were getting from fair play. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. But that yeah, that was kind of bizarre. So I was glad to see more of Suri this episode to get to know her a little bit more because mm-hmm. she from what i can tell she seems to have like a sense of humor but she's not a character like she's really yes. paying attention and yeah. she's just like making observations about the crazy stuff going on yeah Ceres so, brand of confessional you know is different than like yeah the like penner brand which is like big and like loud Ceres like laughing and like making fun of what's happening <laughs> and like yeah <laughs> Uh, comes across as very like genuine. Not that Penner doesn't, yeah. you know, but it's like he's like, "Are you serious with this?" Go like, "What are these morons doing over here?" And it's it's great in its own way. Yeah, I'll admit, I feel like I underrated her a little bit. I'm um, just reading her bio, mm-hmm. um, but like, I really do feel like, like obviously, you could tell that she's a really good player, yeah. and like, I don't know, that's bad on me for underrating her. I'm excited sure. to watch her play this season. Yeah, 
yeah, pure social strategy, right? Like brings very little to the game physically, um, even like strategically as far as like, I don't know, you think of like a Adam Klein strategy that uses like idols and gamesmanship. It's like, so he's just a great social player. Well, that was, I mean, like she has, she, she talks to Jonathan while everybody's making out. <laughs> and there is like a very like real like equals moment that happens with them. Yeah. And we see Jonathan like so we, we get like the Jonathan that we get for the camera with Suri. Like Jonathan's like looking at the camera going like well, this is ridiculous. Like they're just getting faded. Like they're not doing whatever. <laughs> like we get that Jonathan, but he's talking to another person on Survivor. Yeah. Which like basically never happened. Like he was he's always playing an angle with somebody. Yeah, and the fact that point. Suri can just bring this out of him effortlessly yeah it really is yeah. impressive yeah she's such a good social game yeah, and yeah. it's so subtle like yeah because <laughs> yeah, i was worried after the first episode that she'd be the because we've seen that kind of person on survivor who like we saw these these alliances kind of falling into place and then there's always the people who are like yeah i don't really know what's going on and like didn't really find their so i was really afraid that would be her but that's not her like she's mm-hmm. she's confident like she's i think she's got a plan and i'm not worried about it right now which is yeah good. She was afraid of leaves in the first episode of her first season, though. Which I love that. That's okay. <laughs> I am too. Yeah. <laughs> leaves are scary. Sometimes they're sharp. Sometimes they sneak up on you. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes they're like poison ivy, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. Um, before we switch to talking about everything that happened with the fans tribe, let's talk a little bit more about these this coupling up here. Um, you know, we've we've talked at length in the past about like how being viewed as a couple can be detrimental to your game. This is kind of unique in that there's two of them. And so now you've, you can almost put them together and now you've got a group of four that maybe functions as like a quote unquote power couple. Um, Do we, do you think any differently about this decision by these players to sort of couple up? Do you think that this is a, positive or a negative to their game what's your like um i don't know reaction to parv and james and then amanda and ozzy or do you like see them differently adam what are your thoughts i so i i don't think coupling up is inherently negative to your game as long as that it doesn't like interfere with your game um I'm trying to remember there was a season we watched where someone wanted like somebody voted out. Uh, Happens a lot in Survivor. Well, but I mean, like it was, but it was like, you have to vote out like this person who you're kind of like coupley with. I try to remember. I and mean, maybe it wasn't like a romantic thing. Anyway, I just think that like, there's a point to the coupling where if it is everything, if it is your one and only bay alliance you're kind of screwing yourself because no one can look at this and pretend like well yeah it's like me and them and then we're kind of fooling everybody else like you can't fool anybody it's you and the person that you've coupled up with sure if you're willing to vote that person out though like if you're literally saying like yeah no i'm interested in a relationship with that person but also like a million dollars is a million dollars like i'll get rid of them i don't care mm-hmm. um i think that that's like you can you can kind of make it work I don't think that Ozzy is a strategic enough player to really make it work is my concern. 
I'm kind of surprised Amanda is falling into this because she was so strategic in China. <clears throat> James kind of like he was never a very strategic player. He was more of like, I'm going to work hard and that's going to get me through. Like the hard work is going to result in success. Harvity, I think, is the one who can make this work best out of anybody. So mm-hmm. actually, in that sense, I think Jonathan's probably right to like fear her. I, I think Parvati can use it to her advantage, and then when she needs to, like break away, mm-hmm. like more so than just about anybody else. Yeah, I, I think know. I think the way that these are presented to us is like different. Like we talk about, um, you know, like you t- you see Ozzy and Amanda, and they're saying like. Ozzy's like, oh, yeah, I can't believe it, but like, she's really attractive, and I'm, you know, falling into this, blah blah blah. And Amanda's like, wow, Ozzy's super cute, blah 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 blah. And James says, Parvati's a sex kitten, and <laughs> and Parv like plays it like a game, you know. She's like, yeah, it's like yeah. my strategy to, you know, flirt with James. It's easy to because of how he looks, but like, um, yeah, we get it. At least from her perspective, she's spinning it more than the other people are. Again, from what we're seeing, which is a small percentage of what's actually happening. Yeah, there's like a there's like a clip from Amanda, and it almost seems like she's reluctantly getting into this with Ozzy. She's mm-hmm. like, "I just this is really bad for my game," but oh. um, <laughs> but what? Yeah, I know. Did but you hear that is too? He cute. I know. <laughs> Peanut gallery back here. Can't blame her, uh, right? It's freaking Aussie. <laughs> yeah, but so I don't know. I just got the sense that like it seems more like real for those two in my mind. Yeah. And like with Parvati, it's definitely like I feel like it's just part of like her strategy. I'm gonna pin him. <laughs> uh also we can't go much further without noting that during this couple sequence, we had some really, really heavy um uh what's the word like messaging with the images did you catch this we've got Ozzy and Amanda we're talking about Ozzy and Amanda we've got them confessionaling in the background over images of Ozzy and Amanda pulling a a large clam out of the ocean and tending to the clam and then we've got James and Parv where they're talking about their whole thing and they both have a large stick, which they are knocking coconuts off a tree with. And they're talking about the big stick. To cool. be honest. Cool. 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 I did notice that. I yeah. didn't notice that. <laughs> I did. Especially the clam one. I was like, I don't like what's happening. Yeah. Because the, they were like, it was the, that was like, yeah, that was a large sea creature. That yes. was really kind of gooey and <laughs> then we were having some it was pretty gross yep and then we were having some very sensual conversations i was like i do not like these things together <laughs> so it's interesting that you say that because i didn't know if that was on purpose. i dude i don't think there's any way that's a coincidence you yeah, can pick right. three days worth of footage to overlay underneath them talking about their relationship and you pick the one of the giant clam yeah. Come on. Yeah. Just had to bring that yeah, up. Yeah, that's pretty horrifying. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the fans um, who ultimately are the ones who lose this challenge um, and go to tribal council. First, 
big picture, are you optimistic about any of these fans from what we've seen so far? I know that they had a better first episode than a second, but um, Adam, are there any fans on this tribe which you look at after a couple episodes and say, okay, this person's got some potential. They could really make some noise. Um, I think Joel, despite the fact that what he did makes basically no sense. I think Joel is a pretty decent competitor. He got a bunch of people to vote out Mary for some reason. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. That was weird. Uh, I think Mikey is really smart and he learned a hard lesson this time, but I think he come back from that. Uh, I'm trying to think I, Eric is on my team and I like generally like him, but I haven't seen too much from him in terms of like actionable strategy, but it's also early days. So I don't know. I don't really care about that. Um, I'm trying to think. I think Kathy is really interesting. She can make it to a tribe swap or the merge. I think that she is in a really bad situation now, but if she can make it to a swap or a merge, she has a real shot at like building up an allyship that'll really work for her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Same thing with Alexis. I think Alexis is really smart, but hasn't quite had her opportunity to shine yet. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a choice on her part. Mm -hmm. So, um, hoping that Alexis doesn't wind up in the same boat as uh, crap, uh, millennials or Gen X, uh, Anna, Anna, yeah, just I mean, that's that's the only fear that you have with Alexis is that sure. she winds up there. I, I think a lot of them have potential. I think that there are some very, very, very imposing favorites on the other tribe, though, yeah. So, I, I don't know, it's Scott, what about you? Any any fans that um, look like they've got potential for you? Oh, you're muted, Scott. Hate to hate to call you out. Sorry, like that. <laughs> wow. sorry guys. What what sorry. is this? One of my Zoom meetings. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Adam, you've never had a Zoom meeting. Don't kid yourself. He has it. He's full of crap. Yeah, kind of true. <laughs> you know what? I can get it out too. What the. F- um no but i was actually really um i was actually really intrigued by alexis i feel like kind of like adam said i feel like she's really like low-key smart with regards to like the game and really knows what's going on um i think we saw her trying to like was she trying to make fire at one time did we maybe that yeah, she was the one who, uh, when she started to make the fire, she had like the big like poop. Yeah, and then they couldn't keep the flame going, mm. and then Joel came in and just was an idiot. Yeah, yeah. So I really like the fireman all... couldn't start a fire. Well, he's too busy set putting him out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like Alexis is more than like any of the other ones. It was like. I was really like encouraged by I have Jason mm-hmm. on my team and I don't know. I didn't really get enough out of him. It seemed like he was just kind of going along with the pack. So I didn't yeah. really get much from him. And then the rest of my team that I was really paying attention to, they're kind of like all in the same boat, unfortunately yeah. in the minority. So, but I really en- like enjoyed Alexis so far. Let's talk about Chet a little bit. He's the other focal point of the tribe um, in this episode where he really struggles in the challenge. It starts with his attempted dive 
which is really just kind of like him jumping into the water with his arms in front of him, um, even though his feet hit the water before <laughs> the part that should when you dive. Uh, then he, you know, he can't find the key that he knocks in the water, um, spends a lot of time looking for it, and then like kind of back, uh, backstrokes back very lazily, kind of walks out of the water, really rubs people the wrong way. Um, and then he has some interesting stuff at camp where he's talking about his pageant girls and whatnot. Um, Scott, Chet is indeed on your tribe. What do you make of um, Chet's first big episode? So I'll admit the challenge was not a, was not a high point. Um, not a good showing. Um, I don't, I feel like Chet has potential though. Like, like obviously it's one challenge. I don't know what, like, like what that says for him, like as a competitor, I do feel like he has like a potential as like a really good, like social player potentially, if he can get with the right group of people. Um, I don't know if he's going to make it long enough to get that chance or not. It seems like he's kind of in a rough spot right now. So I'm holding out hope that like him and Tracy can somehow like hold out for the short term here and somehow flip the numbers around. Mm -hmm. I don't know though, but so I don't know. It's one up one episode, but kind of mixed review so far, I guess. Important other question from the fans camp. Are we team Mikey or team Joel? in this ensuing feud much like team Edward and team Jacob um, gripped the nation in this era um, team Mikey and team Joel is the other big question Emily they're both on your tribe if you had to pick one of your two adult sons Mikey and Joel which one would you pick <laughs> Mikey oh and Joel gosh. <laughs> yeah I definitely think they both Need to cool her jets a bit, but I would, <laughs> I would pick Mikey. I just Joel just really disappointed me. He was just like that was the whole thing of we watched this all go down. We kind of mentioned this, but like it really was just him being like because we've seen at the beginning of seasons there's somebody who takes the leadership role and they're just really annoying. Yeah, and people are like this person's just got to go. They're ruining our flow. Whatever. But Joel didn't do that with Mikey. He was like, no, I don't feel that way about Mikey. I just don't like that he's decided that he's going to be a leader. Doesn't matter what kind of leader he is. I just don't want him there. It should be me as the leader. So screw Mikey. But also, I'm not even going to vote him out. I'm going to vote out somebody else. But also, I'm not even going to actually vote for them. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, he's in Joel, a lot of Joel places at this, once. What he did, he did the survivor equivalent of putting the horse's head in, in the bed yeah. from the Godfather. Like, it just didn't do anything it like affects anything. He just did something to like make a statement. It was wild. Yeah. Ultimate, yeah, hedging of your bets too. He like orchestrates this whole thing and then it's like, wait, I don't want them to know it was me, so I'll vote for someone else. It's like they're gonna know it was you. It's gonna get back to him. Yeah, you told six people to vote for Mary. What do you want yeah, about? Yeah. <laughs> My whole thing with that is like, how are you like how do you know you have the numbers? Aren't you one of the numbers yeah. that are going to do this? Like, <laughs> what the heck? I All will right. say if there is like one um, part of this that's like impressive, it's the wherewithal to do this on a split vote, right? Like knowing that they're, sp- mm-hmm. they're splitting the vote, um, I guess like four and three, right? That means you've only got to beat 
you know, you're pulling from the splits, right? So you're beating like a smaller number than if it was a straight, um, all the votes going on one person. But something tells me he didn't do it that way. Like he didn't know. <laughs> it was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything else from this episode that you want to talk talk about before we move on to our fantasy portion? Um, I hate this challenge. We've seen it at least twice now where they smash tiles by jumping off. A, oh, yes. They, they jump off a platform, smash tiles, they land in the water and I pick up something. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, a key. I hate this challenge. I see them without eye protection, mm. jump towards a piece of tile and then hit it with a hammer and then fly into the water, and it stresses me out every time. It is dangerous. We're just the danger, like, we're the danger watch. Yeah, we're, I don't know we're Survivor who, I don't OSHA. Know. Yeah, I don't we know. are. That's I don't our know. segment now. I don't know who is insuring Survivor, but you're not getting paid enough. This is insane. Yeah, because first it was the wheels on the, yeah. the yeah. wagon wheels that were Bull crap! Now it's this tile shattered eyeball dilemma. That's the thing. Like the, the insurance company should have charged Survivor double just because they wanted people to ride on the wagons. Like it's twice as much. If you don't make them ride on the wagons, we'll cut it in half. But it's twice as much if you need two people to sit there yep. for no reason. Yep. Hey, I had an idea. We should start insuring Survivor. <laughs> uh, fun fact: Darius Rucker's hit song. Uh, wagon wheel was actually written about Eliza Orleans on that wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Rocking was, on like a wagon wheel was about falling also, off the wagon. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure he covered that rocked. from someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the original wasn't just his cover. <laughs> his cover was inspired. He's a big Survivor fan. <laughs> he, saw, he saw he saw Eliza get rocked by the wagon wheel and said, "Oh, that's a song." Yep. This is real though. Did you know that Chase Rice was on Survivor? No. Yeah. What? He was on Survivor Nicaragua. He got like second. We're never going to watch that season. It's very bad. Was he? Was he famous at that point? No. Or? This was like pre. He was, you know, like his Chiron said like musician but it was he wasn't famous yet anyway let's move on to our fantasy survivor portion uh this episode we uh no idols or anything was found sari did name the episode so a few extra points going emily's way for that the favorites this time won immunity and reward um and everybody so the the folks who voted correctly on the fans tribe, even though it does not include Joel, even though he orchestrated this whole thing, um, were Alexis, Chet, Eric, Kathy, Natalie, and Tracy. Um, so if you had any of those people, you get extra five points for voting correctly. Everybody else, of course, survived except for Mary. Um, and so our points at this point now in third place with 120 points is Scott's tribe. In second place now with 130 is Adam's tribe, um, losing his second member now, already down to. And currently leading with 145 is Emily's tribe. Um, a few pieces of business to get here before we wrap up the episode. First, do we have tribe names yet, folks? Have we thought about this? Oh, yeah. Has anything that's a thing we do. Yeah, has anything struck you? Regarding your tribe. 
I yeah, yeah I haven't yeah, thought no. about it, so I don't. Nothing comes like to mind right away. I will think about it. Yeah, we'll we'll get it next time. Ponder it. Um, may I may I voice a complaint? Ponderosa, please voice your complaint. On our Outwatch fantasy standings, I believe my score is wrong. Why? If I have per you ten twenty thirty. I believe I should have 75 points in week one. Oh, maybe I didn't. Maybe my uh, some. Oh, I bet my. Uh, aha. You're right, Scott. Thank you. Thank you for bringing this no. to my attention. I was some didn't go all the way. Yeah, my uh, my my formula is wrong. I wonder if it's right mm-hmm. for everyone else. Right for that one. That's right for that one. So yeah, just yours, Scott. My fault. Please forgive me. And also, yeah, you listeners, can't be cheating forgive me. Out of points after our second week. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I can't believe that I am like definitively in second place, having yeah. lost a second member. <laughs> okay. Um. With that. With that in mind. Uh. Tied at one thirty are Scott and Adam Stribes. Emily's still leading the pack with one forty-five. Um, okay, do we want to do waiver claims or trades first? Because these are both things that are on the table here. First, I guess, is anybody interested in making a trade? Is anybody interested in proposing a trade? We'll do these first, I've just decided. That looks like a no. <laughs> yeah, Nobody wants to so. trade? Uh, Nobody wants to propose I'll trade a trade? my whole team for Yao Man. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you know the rules. They have to be one for one. Um, um, okay, no, no trades. If you ever have any ideas for a trade, you know, feel free to make it happen. Uh, we've got Kathy and Natalie on waivers, both of which voted correctly this week, and those are points left on the table. Kathy got an idol last week. Points left on the table as well. Um, so reverse standings order gets to make claims first. Um, if you're interested in swapping out one of your players for one of the players in waivers, you may do so. Um, let's see, Adam, you finished behind Scott last season, so that'll be your tiebreaker. So are you interested in swapping any of your existing players for Kathy or Natalie? Um, uh, no, here's the thing. Honestly, if Mary hadn't been voted off, I probably would have picked up Kathy and gotten rid of Mary, Mm -hmm. but I really want to see where Alexis and Eric go. And Eliza is too interesting to let go. And yeah, man, I just love it. He's not going on my way on the waiver wire. So I think I'm stuck right there really quick though. Yes. uh, Scott and Emily are tied on fantasy points right now. Am I stupid? Well, so your, your, your running total is the formula is wrong somewhere but if 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 scott got 75 last time and emily got 70 last time and then they got the exact opposite then they should have the exact same score yeah where where's the the scott's weekly total on week one is wrong yeah yeah Yeah, that's where the formula messed up so it's adding 76 instead of 75 yep okay okay Thanks for bearing with us, folks. Emily and Adam both have Emily and Scott have 145. I know you're keeping track at home and this is really important to you. So, 
Yeah, it also makes way more sense now that I'm dead last. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Having lost two people. <laughs> okay. Um, so that means that Emily would be next in the waiver wire order then since Scott won the last season we played, correct? I yeah. believe so. Um, Emily, Kathy and Natalie are on the block here. Are you interested in swapping uh, out one of your players for Kathy or Natalie? As a reminder, you've got Ozzy, Suri, Amy, Parv, Mikey, and Joel. You can let that Joel fella go. I know, but I'm afraid that like he'll take control of things. Ugh, I'll probably wait it out. Okay. It'll be a mistake, but that's what I'm going to do. Remember that every, every week which passes that those correct. people are not on your team, those are, you know, the points go to no one. Joel didn't even vote correctly. Kathy did. Uh, She's sitting on the waiver, though. Shut up. What are you going to do? <laughs> no, I'm not picking up anybody. I like, See? I've lost two people. I like the ones I have left. <laughs> I don't have a lot of play. <laughs> okay, Scott. So it's to you. Kathy and Natalie are both available. You can make a claim on one or both of them. You've got James, Jonathan, Amanda, Jason, Chet, and Tracy. Do either of those people look like more appealing options than what you've got? So I'm conflicted because I like my team to this point. I do. I don't know. I don't know if Kathy's going to go up. Go for. I don't know. This is hard. Uh, I haven't seen much from Natalie yet, but nothing really like concerning yet either. Yeah, I'm blanking on who Natalie is. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> um, I'm going to just Natalie's stick. the one who has the fake boob. No, that's Tracy. That's, oh, that's Tracy. <laughs> that's Tracy, our residential builder. Um, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just going to sit. I'm going to sit on my team right now. Okay. We'll For see now. if these are wise choices or not. Uh, we'll have another chance two episodes from now to swap things up if anyone is interested. Anything else from this episode before we call it a day? I think we're good. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. Next time on Outwatch, we will continue our Micronesia Rewatch with the third episode of this season titled, I Should Be Carried on the Chariot Type Thing. Really a mouthful. Um, make sure that you are following or subscribe to our podcast feed wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss an episode. And as always, a reminder that listener support is activated for our program. If you check that link in the description, that'll take you to where you can support our show. Thank you to our supporters who currently donate. Goes a long way in helping us produce the show, um, covering our Paramount Plus subscriptions and the like. So if you like what you hear here, um, here, here. Make sure you're following or subscribed. And if you want to go that extra mile, um, we do appreciate your financial support as well. Thank you, and we will see you next time.